When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast here at Allegiant Stadium. We're just a short time ago, a few moments ago, literally, I walked out of the locker room, <clears throat> out of the post-game press conferences. The Raiders win 16-12. to I predicted 17-13, so pretty much what I expected from this game. The Raiders improved to 5-5. Five and five. And before you say, well, it was just the, the Jets or just the Giants last week, you never apologize for a win in the National Football League. <clears throat> They're hard to get. And you know what? I said to you guys before the season, I thought this was a 9-8 team with the talent that they had and the staff that they had. I still believe that. Um, they're playing like that. I don't think they're a playoff team. Never have thought they're a playoff team, but they're back to 500. They're 5-5. Five and five. They're where they should be at this point. I think you can go back and look at the Chargers game. I think you can go back and look at the Pittsburgh game. Um. And there's one other one I don't remember in the Chicago game. And if this staff was coaching, then I think they win all three of those games. Then I think they're sitting here at eight and two overachieving, but they're not, they're five and five. It is who they are. And I want to talk about this game. We have so much to talk about. First off, I, I just want to address one thing. I, I love Raider nation. And I appreciate you guys. And we are growing so fast Thank you for hitting the subscribe, the like, the follows. Thank you for all of that. Please keep doing that. I always tell you, don't pay others for what we give you for free. We've already put five videos up from the locker room. We put uh, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Max Crosby, Aiden O'Connell, Coach Pierce, and uh, all that's up already for you. But we've got so much for you, so much content. Don't pay others for what we give you for free. So thank you for for joining us and sharing it and telling people about it. Um, I want to caution you because I think there's a lot to be excited about your Raider team right now and understand that I approach this different than you. I'm not a fan. Now I root for good people and this Raider organization top to bottom from Mark Davis on down is full of good people. And, um, and people that I like and respect, but I have people that I like and respect on the Jets team that just lost. And my job is I'm not a cheerleader. So when I put information out, you know, I'll, I'll give you an example. Um, if you put information out that people like, they praise you. Put out information they don't like, they bash you. Well, I can't do anything about that. Can't do anything about that, and and I don't care. I don't do this for you to a, approve of me. I don't live my life based on likes or approvals or follows. Um, I really work for an audience of one. But my my point that I'm trying to make is, is that 
I'm trying to give you analytical information. You're the one who is a, as a fan is allowed to be emotional and do whatever you want, but that's not where I come from. And I say that because I'll give you an example. Early in the first quarter, multiple people were tweeting at me, Jimmy, I mean, Aiden sucks. Get him out of there. Get Jimmy in. I, I can't even fathom that. Now, it doesn't mean those people who have that opinion are bad people. And finally, the last one, I just retweeted and said, Raider Nation, do you agree with this? You have a rookie who was third string, got very little reps in a very complicated system. So basically, this is his second game with the new system. And if you haven't seen the video of me talking to him after the game, we literally talk about that. Go watch that video. For anyone to think you can make that judgment is foolishness, in my opinion. Now, guess what? You're allowed your opinion. So am I. So I don't agree with you. Then don't watch. But this is what I do for a living. And I know there are a lot of teams that really like Aiden O'Connell. I don't think we have enough information to judge him as a superstar, not as a superstar. But the kid's pretty talented. And he finds ways to win. You say, well, he's only a game manager. It's game two. So let the kid grow. They continue to expand. You saw some things tonight you didn't see last week. And there's a couple of things that were instituted, one from last week, one from this week, that you didn't get to see. They didn't need them. And you saw him go and get the big win. Now, I want to address real quick. I believe it was just before the end of the first half. I could be wrong, but I believe it was right there. He threw one into the dirt, and people are like, that's terrible. Okay, I didn't put anything on Twitter because I want to give you fact-based information, not go off of emotion. And I asked him, "Um, did you throw that in the dirt because your guy was covered? And that way you wouldn't get an intentional grounding because that's what it looked like to me. Now, maybe on the TV broadcast, oh, it looked like a terrible throw by Aiden. And if that's the case, I don't blame you for having that opinion. But I'm here, and so he goes, and he and he he said, yes, that was a throw. He purposely threw it into the dirt because the guy was covered. Okay, that's a big-time decision. If Jimmy Garoppolo would have done that at a couple of times this year, that, that probably would have won a game. So, again, I thought it was a great performance by him. He had the jitters early. You know, people were bombarding me on Twitter. He got to quit holding the ball so long. You know, I'd love to see. I'd love to come into your office, get a new job. On day two and see if you do everything perfectly. Now, I've been saying since training camp, he holds the ball too long. We all know that. But sometimes you're just going to learn it at the speed of the NFL level. And before I could even ask him today, he's like, I just held the ball too long. And the coaches went after him in the locker room for it. And they're going to stay on him. He's a kid. He's learning. You just won two games. Some of y'all, I am convinced if you won the lottery with bitch because you had to pay taxes. But that's all right. You're fans. I don't. I, I don't have that. It's not my 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 job to stay in my lane. So I'm letting you know. I was very impressed with Aiden, and I had a chance to visit him a little bit off the record. Um, after as well, I was very impressed with how difficult he was on himself. He has a long way to go to be a proven starter in this league. But he's two and one. And he's doing what they ask him to do. And the first one I would throw out because Josh wouldn't alter his scheme. But you can't throw it out because it happened. So he's 2-1. and one. Technically 2-0 and oh in my book, but still 2-1. and one. So uh, I thought that was good. He did have the jitters early. 
which I expected after the emotion of last week. And um, he threw an interception early, and I just put a tweet out there. It wasn't received very well. He's going to learn from this. Rookie made him a rookie mistake. It's just it's part of the growing up process. And I, I know that some people, some of you never make mistakes in your life. Well, he does. And I do too. And I'm 52 and been doing it a lot longer. And I make mistakes every day. But he's learning from it. I love that. He's teachable. They're coaching him hard. See, sometimes because you guys aren't at practice or um, I, I don't know what you see on TV, they are coaching him hard. Bo Hart agrees his buddy, but Bo Hart agrees in his face. And that's okay. And he likes it. <laughs> uh, it's fun. Um, I want to talk to you about um, what I thought was really big tonight, because there was a couple of things I thought were monstrous. One was Antonio Pierce going forward on fourth down on his side of the 50. Oof. That guy coaches like he played, man. He is all guts. We're going to go out here to win it. We're in it to win it. Let's go. If we lose, we lose, but we're in it to win it. That was big. And at the end of the first half, Raiders get the ball with less than a minute, and they just go on the attack. Now, two weeks ago, and I know there's a lot of people going to tell me, I don't want to think about two weeks ago. Can we all agree on that? Can I get a big amen on that? <laughs> but two weeks ago, the Raiders would have just kneeled to try to get out of this situation. The Raiders are like, no, no, we got time on the clock. Let's go score. Let's go score. Thought that was a big, 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 big move by Antonio. But twice tonight, he sent a message to his team. No, I believe in you. Let's go. Let's go. Now, I want to talk about the offensive line. Um, this is not going to be a real popular opinion. Okay. Well, the first part is, you know, they, they had their hands full with the Jets tonight. At times they struggled. But Colton Miller's one of the best left tackles in all the National Football League. He didn't play. Jermaine Illuminor moves from right to left. And I know there were plays that he got blown up. I know that. But I thought he played well. That is a hard move from right to left. In fact, go watch the interview with Bo. I mean, with Bo, with Antonio Pierce afterwards, he'll tell you the same thing. He said the same thing. That's a very difficult move. Do I think the Raiders' offensive line was great tonight? I don't think they were great, but they were also going against one of the best defenses in all of the National Football League. So when you put that in context, darn right they did well. And they won. They won. So... Uh, I said this a few weeks ago. Antonio Pierce has a 10-week job interview. Okay, through two weeks, can we all say he has an A? Now, I want to temper a couple things, and then I want to get into But Let's just talk about a little bit more. I told you guys how big of a deal it was when they signed Robert Spillane. Go back and watch the videos I did on him. Go read the comments where I'm told I'm an idiot for saying that he was how good, big of an asset he was going to be. He was phenomenal tonight. He played out of his mind. Big interception. But, again, you're seeing the misfit defense. They just keep fighting. They just keep scrapping. They're just like a bunch of... Pow! Right in the kisser. <laughs> and they just fight, and they scrap, and they're just... It's just... Is that... Right, listen now. 
I know there's no Alzado. I know there's no Millen. I know there's no Howie Long. I get it. But isn't that what you think of when you think about a Raider defense? Just that blue collar. Let's go. Let's hit somebody. Oh, I love that kind of football. Again, I'm not a fan. I'm a fan of the game of football, so I respect that. Now, I want to go back to a tweet I had, and you can go back and look. When the Jets started their last drive, I just tweeted, this feels like turnover time. You could tell that the Jets were tired. And now that the week's over, I can tell you that, that this staff told the Raiders D, listen, if we get Zach Wilson in some adversity, he's going to make some poor decisions. You could tell he sensed the adversity. So I, I'm not a, a genius. I just know what the coaches were telling the players, and, and the coaches were right. And, man, that was just a big pickoff by Spillane. Raiders win. And um, I, I just – there was so much I want to go over tonight. Now, I want to say this. I'm sure some of you are thinking Super Bowl. That's what fans do. It doesn't make you bad. You're entitled to any opinion you want. Okay? I don't think this is a playoff team. I, I told you I think they could scratch in if they stole a win. But I don't think they're going to – Okay. They've won two. They're five and five. I fully expect them to lose the next two and then be five and seven. So the next two are Miami next week. We head down to South Beach. I'll be there, of course. And then the next week, they come home Thanksgiving weekend to take on the Chiefs, a game that I think they'll lose. Then they have a bye week. Then they play Minnesota here. I think they beat Minnesota. Then they play the Chargers. I think they beat the Chargers. Then they go to Kansas City on Christmas. I think they lose. Then they go to Indianapolis. I think they win. And then they end with the Broncos. And they finish at 9-8. and eight. So next week, I, I, I don't want to hear this, oh, the sky's falling. We suck. We're terrible. No, you're not a football team. Uh, it, you're not a playoff team about to play two playoff teams. You got a rookie quarterback. And you just don't know all that you've got. So, again, I ask you to just temper it. In fact, I may take a two-week sabbatical from reading any Twitter comments. But you take that time and you step back and, and realize what you have and realize what you're doing and understand this is a maturation of the team. I think there's some big lessons that are going to be learned the next two weeks. Big lessons. The aerial attack of the Dolphins is insane. And we know that the Raiders are very young when it comes to the aerial attack. Very young. So that's going to be big. That's going to be very, very big. And that's going to be part of the maturation. Then you come back the next week, you play the World Champion Chiefs. That's part of the maturation just part of it and i'm just going to challenge you and i know you're fans you have every right to do whatever you want but i would temper the next two weeks there's going to be mistakes there's going to be failures they're going to continue to put more on aiden but he's going to have a learning curve this defense is going to get tested it's what happens when 
you put $102 million into your offense and 60 in your defense. Okay, they just don't have a lot of horses over there. And and it's just it is what it is. So do I think that, you know, these next two weeks, oh, my God, the sky's falling? No. I expect to be sitting here two weeks from tonight talking to you about, I told you that I thought they would lose the next two. Now they go into the bye week, make some adjustments, and go on a little bit of a winning streak. Talk. I want to talk about a couple of players that I thought were really good. I already mentioned Jermaine Illuminor, which I know I'm going to get roasted for. I really don't care. I, I, I thought that, and Antonio Pierce agreed with me, and I'm going to stick with Antonio Pierce's opinion. Uh, I thought Josh Jacobs ran for 116 yards. How big was it tonight to see J.J. get over 100? He was over 100 last week. We It dropped down just below because of the way the game ended, but you get it. Um, I thought Aiden... 16 of 27, 153 yards, sack three times, one TD. Let's talk about that TD throw. Michael Mayer made a man's catch. But if you go back and watch the video, Aiden put it in a spot that either Michael Mayer was going to get it or nobody was going to get it. That was a great throw. Now, Mayer made a great throw getting it. I mean, made a great catch, but that was just something that was special to see. That rookie-to-rookie combination I thought was really impressive. A.J. Cole, best in the league. Holy Toledo, can that guy punt the football. I thought he was exceptional. Um, I want to talk about – I want to get to something here super quick. Let me find it. It's right here. Here we go. Um, Something stood out to me. And I've got all the stats right here in my hand. And I'm looking for it super quick. Um, A guy, he had one tackle tonight, but Amari Bernie. Um, He did a couple of things I really liked, especially in coverage. There was a couple times where Zach Wilson, three times in particular, um, Bernie was on his guy. And his coverage was really good. Only had one tackle. And by the way, what an open field tackle it was. But I thought he was extremely good in pass coverage. I thought Jerry Tillery tonight made some really key plays. In fact, he had four tackles. And uh, I thought Jerry Tillery played extremely well. Divine Diablo, Robert Spillane, those guys were all good. Now, I do want to address Amik Robertson, who got knocked out cold. It's no secret on here what I think of Amik. I love Amik Robertson. Just love the kid. Great kid. His teammates love him. And uh, if you're a person of faith, I'd ask you just say a prayer for him. He got he got tattooed pretty good. And uh, but say a prayer for him because I, I I don't want to see anybody. I don't care what team you root for. I don't want to see anybody get hurt. So let's. What are the takeaways from this game? This recap. The Raiders found a way to beat a team they should beat. But with a def- an offense that is, is clearly a work in progress. I mean, remember, they went OTAs, mini camps, and then the first eight weeks under a scheme that wasn't working. So two weeks under what Bo Hardegree's done, they've beaten two teams they should have beaten, but there would have been no shame in losing to that Jet defense. So they won the games they're supposed to do. 
again, 10 week job interview and you see um, Antonio Pierce is two and zero, and just continues to mold this team. Again, the going for it on fourth down, huge call, the decision-making that he did big decisions at the end of the first half. Let's go score points. I mean, Yeah, that okay. The ball that Aiden threw into the ground couldn't have been that last drive because that last drive they got points. Okay, I'm, I'm glad I thought about that. But that one he threw in the ground, I mean, that that's a, that's progression by Aiden O'Connell. Young guys playing, a lot of young guys playing, a lot. Still no Byron Young, still no Nesta Jade Silvera. But guys are playing. And guys are playing for their coach. They're responding. They just won, baby. Raiders pierced the heart of the Jets. You like that? So, again, I think this franchise has greatly improved over the last two weeks. I think there are so many things for you to be encouraged about. Enjoy it. I think these next two weeks are going to be a learning curve. I don't think Miami is a Super Bowl team. I don't. But they're a dark horse contender for it, but I certainly think they're a playoff team with it. And, and their strengths are Raider weaknesses. I think it's going to be a long day next two weeks, but that's okay. If you are understand and you've tempered your expectations, then I think you say, okay, these next two weeks, I'd love to steal one if you can, but let's go learn. Let's go get better. And I think that's what you're going to see. I think Antonio Pierce has done an amazing job. I think Patrick Graham continues to do an amazing job with what he has. Bull Hardigree has done a great job. There are a lot of reasons. If you're a Raider and you're discouraged, well, I don't like Aiden O'Connell. Okay. That doesn't make you bad. It doesn't even mean you're dumb. That's That, that could be a very fair opinion. But it's this season. And he's what you have right now. And he's winning. And you know what? You want to see your players do well. You want to see your players improve. I thought the physicality, I don't know if you could tell on TV. If you were here in the stadium, you heard it. Uh, sitting across from me is Daryl Craig Harris, who's our photographer and videographer. He's down in the field. Uh, Daryl, could you not hear the pads were popping tonight? They were fired up for sure. I hope you could hear him. He said they were fired up for sure. I mean, the pads were popping. That was a physical football game. If you like football, that's what you love. <laughs> that was Christmas, man. That was Christmas in November if you like the physicality of football. And it was. And it was a great game. Really fun to watch. It wasn't pretty. But dadgummit, I like it when football's not pretty. The only thing that would have made it better is in the middle of a rain or hailstorm or snowstorm and mud. But we're in Vegas and it's warm. So, recap, 500. Your Raiders look like what I told you they were when the season started. 9-18. and 18. They look like that. They're still learning. Lots of upside. Lots of young guys getting a lot of reps. And Antonio Pierce told the players we're playing with house money. And he's playing the way he he's coaching the way he played with grit and a lot. When you go to your water cooler tomorrow, wherever you are, because we have people watching around the world, 
you can wear your silver and black because they're not going to win them all, and it's going to be a battle. But teams are going to know they played the Raiders. It's been a long time. I've been covering this team four years, first time in four years that I can say it. They play old-school Raider physical football. Remember, from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network, my name is Hondo Carpenter. Thanks for joining us. Hit the like, hit the follow, share it with your friends. And Craig Harris, who's sitting right here, took all the great videos and and uh, pictures. And from all of us here at Allegiant, Allegiant Stadium, part of our team, thanks for joining us tonight, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider Production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa, whoa.